0: much for tuning into my podcast this week. Today's topic is an interesting subject, particularly as we often wonder what has happened to our movement and our approach to life since the COVID-19 lockdown. It is really vital for us to take note that movement is life. Henry Ford said, anyone who stops learning is old, whether at 20 or 80, Anyone who keeps learning stays young. The greatest thing in life is to keep your mind young, and that goes for your body too. Aging and stagnation are not about your age. They are more about the lack of movement in your body, your mind, and in your daily life. Stiff and unused muscles can become arthritic when you limit your movement, and when there is no movement, there is no fluidity. Everything feels like it's drying up. Of course, the ultimate lack of movement is death. I'm always interested in a person who's in their 70s or 80s and who has extraordinary amounts of energy and life in them. Examine them closely enough and the reason becomes very clear. They have not resorted to inactivity either mentally or physically. When you stop moving you start dying. It is startling to hear how many people have lost their focus, direction and momentum during this lockdown phase. If we perceive it differently, this time that has been given to us could be amongst the most productive of our lives. It is truly fascinating to know how God's instructions are mostly around the word go. Even more intriguing is that these two letters, G-O, are the first two letters of God's name. From the beginning of the Bible to its close, there are instructions such as, Arise, get up, take up your mat and walk, move on, take the land, press on toward the prize, go forth. Because life is meant to be lived. You were designed to be fruitful and productive and to multiply that which you have and that which you do. Stagnation is the absence of productivity. There is a great difference between being busy and being productive. Ensure that those things in which you invest so much of your precious time and energy on are going to multiply and give you a return. Being at peace And at a place of rest within yourself does not equate to doing nothing. You can be wildly productive but still be in total peace. Being in a place of confident rest and peace in the Lord is an act of faith. It is really a rest in your inner man, a peacefulness, stillness, while the outer man is taking action. You can say it's like marching on the spot or treading water. Both are akin to taking action, but you can be perfectly at peace while you do. Stressing, struggling and striving work against you, not necessarily for you. They do not have your best interests in their outputs. But we have to remember that all glory comes from daring to begin in faith. It is time to arise, to shine and to rule and to reign over the affairs of your life with the help of the Lord, despite what you are seeing swirling around you. Now is the time to stand tall in this falling world. It is time to leave your wish list behind and step out into faith-filled action. It is time to bring your influence and intuition to your world and to leave your world of indifference behind. It is indeed for a time such as this that you, dear friend, you have been made ready. Never again will you have the opportunity to live your one magnificent life, even in the midst of mediocrity beckoning you to follow, because seemingly it's easier and unproductive somehow seems to be the order of the day. But we always have that choice. We can live a magnificent life or we can go downstream with everybody else and have a mediocre life and complain about how difficult life is. In the process of meandering and moving through your life, do you forget to stop and realize the magnificence of your one life? Many people are meet remark on the fact that they want to start living a wonderful life and that they would love to experience the abundant life that Jesus came to give. My response is to ask them then, what on heaven or earth are you waiting for? What has to happen before you start to arise and be everything you were created to be in spirit, in soul and in body? We spend way too many of our years wishing our life away. I wish I could lose weight. I wish I was healthier. I wish I was happier in my life. I wish I had a husband. I wish I didn't have a husband. I wish I had more money. I wish I had a different boss. I so wish I could be successful. Just look at her opportunities. Just look at the breaks he's been given. I wish I had their opportunities. On and on you go, wishing your life away, but never doing anything concrete about creating the strategy to reach your desires. Your days get washed away as you wait for the circumstances in your life to change, when, in actual fact, everything you need to be successful is already on the inside of you. You just need to take a bit of risk and have a lot of courage. You could be feeling fatigued, bored, sick, tired, even as you listen to this podcast. I know I have had to wrestle with these thoughts myself. I wonder if you haven't worn yourself out and are feeling wasted from going around that same old rugged mountain for far, far too long. Perhaps you're really tired from travelling on that weary old road of keeping stale associations with people who add no value to your life. Maybe you're doing the same boring routines day in and day out, wishing things could be different and promising yourself that tomorrow they will. But tomorrow is pretty more of the same. I want to encourage you that wishing is not a strategy, but putting action to your desires is. You can spend years trying to rearrange the external things, but until you arrest your thoughts, shift your stuck mindset and realign your focus, change will not be lasting or satisfying. Yes, 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 I can already hear your protests that I don't understand your circumstances or your load. All of us have had overloaded trailers that we've needed to dump off at some stage of our lives. I may not understand your circumstances, but one thing I know for sure is you never have to be a victim of your past. You don't have to be bound in your present, or your perceived or worrisome future doesn't need to feature. Instead, reframe today. And ask yourself how you can build the bridge by making the right choices and by doing things more effectively and purposefully that will take you from wishing to experiencing wonderful joys in your life, that will take you from mediocrity to magnificence in your approach in life. Challenges come to every human being, regardless of who they are, from the prince to the pauper. I have learned that the will must be stronger than the skill. Furthermore, we need to dig in deeper into the Lord before the challenges strike us. We need to be proactive in our relationship with him. One of my sayings over the past year has become, I am going to tuck in even tighter under the wings of the Lord as I watch these whirlwinds around the world swirling around us threatening to overwhelm us, but I make the decision to tuck in tight because that is where we are close with him. That is where we can hear his heartbeat. That is where he keeps us safe. And under those everlasting arms are our protection for days on end and for eternity. Daily living with God inspires you to know and acknowledge His thoughts towards you. You know His quietest whisper, and you know when He is telling you to move on. Perhaps He's telling you to do that right now. So often I've had people telling me that they are waiting, waiting, waiting. Waiting for this to happen, or for a sign, or a confirmation, or something that they should be doing. Or one of the biggest ones I hear is, I'm afraid to be out of God's will. Well, God loves you too much, dear friend, for you to be out of his will unless you have chosen to be in blatant rebellion. Quite honestly, in the waiting, people have become discouraged. They lack vitality and they've lost energy, perhaps even lost their movement and have become lifeless. Rather do something productive and work towards that which you desire than be idle and lose steam. You see, this is the faith walk. We know that God says, I'll lead you by my eye. You will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. It doesn't say, this is the way, sit in it. This is the way, lie in it. Don't confuse waiting with idleness, Waiting should not be wasting. So it's time to make the shift, to move forward, to move on from your past, from your place of wishing and from your seat of inactivity. Movement is doing the right things daily that will give you the results even if you don't see them immediately. How I choose to live my life is to keep the bigger picture in mind, not that I have all the detail but a general idea of that bigger picture of what God has prophesied over me, what I have written in my journals, what i felt that he's spoken to me over the years. But every day I live my life frame by frame. That's why Hebrews 11.11 is so important, because faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not yet see. I think one of my all-time favourite psalms is Psalm 139, and I'm reading from verses 13 to 18. This is such a comfort in knowing how God has created us. With such assurance, David wrote, For you have formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skilfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book they were all written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. That, dear friends, is vision. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more than all the numbers of the sand. When I wake, I am still with you. This is our encouragement, to see the bigger picture, but to live life frame by frame, confidently, in hope, for such a time as this. Never waste a day of your life when you are made in the image of God as you are and you want to live a life totally and absolutely yielded to him. We've all been apportioned a time to live and a time to die. And I've I've experienced that recently in my own life, far sooner than I ever imagined it would be in the vision of my life, if at all. It's during this time, the time in between being born and our time to go to glory, that we have the responsibility to do everything we possibly can to keep our lives reflective of the life of Christ within. Jesus came to give us that life full of joy unspeakable and full of glory. But man-made religion has made life so rigid with rules and regulations denying the power and the freedom of a life in Christ. And You see, you and I can only be alive all the days of our lives when we take ownership of the fact that the most satisfying life we can live is when we live God's way knowing beyond doubt that he wants to be in relationship with us, that he wants to lead us and guide us by his Holy Spirit, that he has redeemed us for the abundant life, and he has a wonderful future and a great hope for us to live into. Within you right now is the power to do the things you never dreamed possible. This power becomes available to you just as soon as you can change your mind from wishing to acting. And let me tell you, God is well able to meet every area of need or lack in your life. So grab hold of a truth this day and stagnate no more. What is the truth you need for your life to move you from inactivity to action? Remove the repeat offenders. Remove the lies. Remove those things that keep you entrapped. They must exit your life and do whatever it takes to get your momentum back. Move forward to the next phase of your life that God has already designed for you. He's detailed every single part of it for you. I want to remind you, That Moses, Joshua, David were humans just like you and I. They had the same life experiences just in different eras. But Moses had to stretch forth before the Red Sea parted. Joseph had to march, pardon me, Joshua had to march before the walls of Jericho fell. Joseph had to come out of a prison before he could become a prince. And David had to wind up his sling before he could slay Goliath. So today, do whatever it takes to stretch forth into the next phase of your life. You are encouraged in the book of Isaiah chapter 4 verses 2 to 3. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched. Spin not, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you, my dear friend, will spread abroad to the right and to the left. Productivity attracts promotion and prosperity and healing brings wholeness, but you have to dare to dream again, to jump for joy, to get out of your place of idleness. God has so much planned for your life, but he needs your cooperation. Take every opportunity to be thankful, grateful, and content. Celebrate even the little victories. It is only when we come close to losing that life that we realize what a precious gift life is. So take time to rest, relax and restore. Because I'll say it again, you cannot give what you do not have. But at the same time, don't become the couch. Don't let lockdown become your prison. Do what you can to find your rhythm and your new stride. You cannot change your destination overnight. But you can certainly change your direction. Let me remind you that your future is not just a place you get to go to, but one that you have the privilege of co-creating with God. So why not start today? From me, Angelique de Toy, keep reminding yourself that movement is life. May God bless you and keep you. May he make his glorious face to shine upon you and give you his immovable peace and remember hope will always light up your way